Hey everybody, welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place you get to hear extraordinary stories shared by ordinary people about how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their lives and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman and I'll be your host. Each episode is another person's amazing story and I'm just glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. Before we start today, I just wanted to remind you about the Patreon account. For those of you who are not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a way to support podcasts that you are intrigued with and you like listening to, and you're actually able to go in and donate so much per month to support the editing and podcast production of Don't Ignore the Nudge. So if you go to don'tignorethenudge.com, you'll find that on the website and they'll have a link there. And even if you gave five bucks a month, I'm not going to complain <laughs> to help offset those costs. So today we are talking to Martina Yoder and Martina is, I don't even know how I found her, but she actually owns Martina Dawn Photography and she lives in the tri-state area. And I know there's different parts of the country that talk about tri-state, but her tri-state area is Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. She lives right in there. And even though she travels all over as a photographer, most now you're mostly weddings or only weddings. Do you do most, mostly weddings, but I also do family and some senior, but not a lot. <laughs> oh, that's oh, like senior, senior pictures. You mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. So she yeah. does travel and do weddings and stuff wherever, but I found her on Instagram and I was going to let you say your Instagram c- account. Cause I don't want to mess it up. So what is it called? So if they're looking. It's Martina Dawn Photography, and I named it Martina Dawn. My actual name is Martina Yoder, but in case of ever getting married or changing a name, I could just oh. keep my brand as Martina Dawn. So, oh, yep. okay. And then on the on the Instagram, is it Tri-State Photographer or is yeah, it? Yeah, Tri-State Photographer would be underneath if you're looking for Martina Dawn Photography. Yep. Oh, okay. Because sometimes I'll search for Tri-State or Martina and they'll both pop up, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's good. So that's, right? that's the reason for that. Yep. Yay, good. Okay. Good. Good to know. Good to know. And, um, her pictures are just gorgeous. So, um, you know, even if you don't need a photographer right now, you should go look at her pictures on Instagram <laughs> and she she's amazing at reels too. For those of you who are like, what's a reel? You, you do some really good reels. I just, am going to say, I just think they're great. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That might be where I found you. Cause I was just looking at all these different reels and you Probably. popped up or something. <laughs> and yeah. So, but anyway, we always start every episode with hearing from you about how you came to know that Jesus is real and Christ, you know, God exists and, and, you know, uh, how you came to know the Lord. So I'll turn it over to you. And I know there's some nudges in there too, but, um, (laughs) there always is. Yeah. Always. I mean, I guess in essence, that's how God gets us to him is by nudging. You know what I mean? Like just drawing us over and over. Yeah. Um, so my Jesus journey started, uh, when I was about 18, I gave my life to God. But it was more like this adding Jesus to my life instead of me completely selling out to him. Um, And so that works for a little while or whatever. But when the tough times come, which they did, it's 
it doesn't really, because you kind of get mad at God. You're like, Hey God, why did you do this to me? Why is my life not working, et cetera. Um, and so growing up, going from church to church a little bit, um, I faced a lot of rejection. Um, and I was very insecure. I was mm. just, I was not comfortable in my own body and I was just very insecure. And I was like, if you would have asked me who I am, I would have told you I'm an introvert. I'm shy. I don't talk. Um, <laughs> that's who I was. And on the inside though, I was just like bubbling. Like I wanted to speak, <laughs> but I just couldn't, um, because of so being so insecure about it. Um, and so when I turned 21, uh, my family moved to Michigan and there I had an opportunity from a family in Illinois that they needed a school teacher. And I just turned 21 and I never left home for any period of time. And I was like getting antsy to start spreading my wings. Um, and so it's actually a really cool story how that happened because it's a whole bunch of series of nudges. <laughs> Go for it. Go for um, it. I want to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to use his name. He doesn't care. Uh, his name was John. He was just praying to God. He was like, God, we need a school teacher. And that night he had a dream that he needs to stop in a certain city in uh, Michigan. And he's like, go to that church. You'll find your school teacher there. And so he goes to church and he gets up and he's like, Hey, y'all, we're looking for a school teacher. If any of y'all are interested, you know, <laughs> And I was like, teach school. Nah, you know, I'm good. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> um, now, were you already trained as a school teacher? Like, had you gone to school for that? No, okay. no educate. Like I had an eighth, eighth grade education, not even my GED at this point. Okay. Um, so anyways, after church, my pastor's wife goes over to John. He's like, Hey, Martina, she doesn't have a job right now. You should, you should go talk to her about this. You know, I bet she'd actually do it. And she'd talk me up, you know, <laughs> bragging like typical pastor wife for you. <laughs> and so he comes over and he's talking to my parents about him and me and whatever all. And so at first I was like, nah, you know, this, this kind of, I don't know these people at all. Okay. And never met them in my life. And so my parents were like, yeah, no, this, this is probably not. Well, they probably and didn't we, want to lose you to going moving no. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Overprotective parents syndrome, kicking in in high force here. Yeah, um, I get so, it. My son, my son's in Kentucky. I totally get it. It's like, oh, yeah, you've been there three <laughs> years now. OK, so when are you going to come home? <laughs> right. That's exactly yeah. how they are with me. They're like, come home, Tina. Anyway, <laughs> so. Um, I pray about it some more and I kind of made a, a bargain with God in essence or whatever. There were three different um, people in my life that I really trusted. They were like prophets heard from God. And I was like, okay, if these three people all get a yes from God, I will go like I, you know, I gave God some margin. <laughs> um, and so it. I called these people up and I told them all the same thing. I was like, Hey, I got a job opportunity. Just pray to God and ask them, what do you, what do you think I should do? And they all came back with, they were like, yeah, we feel really strongly. You should go. <laughs> they were like, go. And, and so are your parents like, going, wait a second. We weren't yeah. one of the three. We didn't get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there was a reason they weren't one of the three. I was like, your, your judgment is clouded right now. <laughs> <laughs> Might be just slightly ever so like ever yeah. so slightly biased. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they came back and this was already in September, first part of September. So school was like nearly starting here and pe they were like getting really desperate for a school teacher. 
And all they wanted to know was they were like, how is your walk with God? You know, they weren't so um, concerned about the educational part of it. They were like, you know, we want to know how you are with God. You know, what's that, that type of part of it. Cause they're like, we want a Christian school teacher to be teaching our children. Um, and so they were like, yeah, we want you come, come teach our, our children. So I pack up one week later, I land in Flat Rock, Illinois, which is where I was until about two months ago. Oh, um, okay. And I taught there two years. Um, and that was just like one of the best seasons of my life. I think those people, they took me in, took me into their homes, loved on me. Like I had never been loved before unconditionally. Oh, nice. And it opened my heart and it gave me the freedom to let out my insecurities, to process them. And I kid you not, I changed. I became a completely different person. The shy, insecure, introverted person is just gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. But your, what, and, as your family saw this evolve and they're seeing this change in you over the time you were there, were, were they excited for you? Were they kind of nervous? Did they not understand oh. or... No, totally. They were excited for me. They were like, yeah, they can totally see this is what God actually had wanted. You know, this was oh. God all the way. Oh, nice. Um, and so, yeah, no, they were totally supportive of me, even though they didn't want to let go. They were totally supportive. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So anyways, about I'd say my second year teaching there, um, I came to realize they, they very gently brought it to my attention. They were like, Tina, there's some things in your life. And the reason I refer to myself as Tina is because that's what my friends call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but they were like, Tina, there's some things in your life that isn't quite matching up with the word of God. And there were things that I wasn't willing to let go of because of being insecure, this or that or whatever. All. Um, and they were like, you need to actually surrender your life completely and 100 percent to God, mm -hmm. like not holding anything back. And I tell you what, that was probably the worst week of my life. I was wrestling so hard. I was just like, there was certain things I did not want to give up. I was like, I can't give this up for Jesus. Like, like how? And now I look back and I'm like, okay, whoa, that was nothing. <laughs> yeah. But at the time it felt really huge. And even for like a few months afterwards, I really started identifying with Paul as in I die daily. And that's how uh -huh. I felt. And you know what, um, for those, I always like to tell people as we're going along in these interviews, when we refer to somebody and you say, it's just like Paul, um, can you real quick for anybody who might not know who Paul is in the Bible? Like when you say you got to identify with him, can you give a quick glimpse of who he sure. was or who he who he was in the Bible? Sure. Apostle Paul was, I'd say he was the one of the New Testament's main apostles. He wrote, I'm not sure how many books, but at least four or five or something mm -hmm. like that. He wrote a, quite a bit of books, most of them in prison. Um, he spent a lot of his time in prison. Um, he was a man that was hard against the Christians. And then he had a God moment and God flipped him and he turned from Saul, literally his name used to be Saul. And now he's Paul <laughs> Yeah, and God renamed him and God used him in mighty ways to, um, he was just the, one of the mightiest men in the new Testament. Um, yeah. Good explanation. Yeah. That was good. So okay. he, um, he said that in the word of God, I think he had a thorn in his flesh and God didn't take it away. And then he said, I die daily. And mm -hmm. so that was just kind of, I mean, it was a little bit of a joke, but it was also very real to me. Um, yeah. 
how that actually works. Like it literally felt like I was dying daily as I daily did what God was asking me to do. Mm. Um, so I'd say that was my, that'd be my testimony in a nutshell of how I added Jesus to my life, found out that doesn't actually work. And you have to come to a complete and utter surrender in him. And trust me, guys, it's like the best thing that I've ever done. It's just coming to Jesus, completely surrendering. After you get through the first (laughs) couple hard surrenders, it gets a lot easier, I promise. (laughs) Yeah. And then when you're, you know, same thing, when we do use that word a lot, and actually Brandy's name comes up a lot. She was episode two, right after my first episode. And Brandy was talking about being on the side of the road in her car and finally surrendering all. But when somebody's listening and doesn't know what that means to surrender all and to just surrender all to God, all to Jesus, I surrender is one of our songs that yeah. church is saying. Um, in your way of wording it, how do you, how would you describe what surrendering is or was for you at that time? Um, I, I'd say it's a complete yes to God. Like Mm. God may do anything and everything with me. Like Mm. I will no longer hold anything back. My camera equipment, that was a big one for me. I will surrender that. And also my Instagram account, I will surrender that. Anything that's near and dear to my heart, money, finances, possessions, whatever it might be. Um, Family, friends, uh, some people could be like their spouses, like just giving it to God and be like, God, it's okay. Mm -hmm. If you, I'd say if it's, if you nearly die, if something gets taken away from you, it wasn't surrendered. Like Mm -hmm. if you can release it and let's say it gets taken away from you and you're still okay, that was, you probably had it surrendered. Like if I would, if my camera equipment would all get broken and, you know, I would just be like devastated and like bawling my eyes out, whatever, it probably wasn't surrendered. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like, okay, God, that really hurt. I'm really sad you took that away, but okay. What do you want me to teach me now through this? It was yours. Now you took it. So I'm okay. Mm -hmm. That was surrender. You you see the difference? Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I think that going back to when you're talking about Paul as an example, not only was he in prison, he was content and he was content in all things. So even when he was in prison, he was finding a way to be content. And, you know, I have a lot of people in my life that have dealt with, you know, either parents that they're worried about or kids or relatives, either you know, going through hard times or drugs or, you know, alcohol, and you're just worried about them. And it's when you release that fear and worry and really turn it over to God and just it, you're realizing he's in control and you're not. And so um, now I do want to ask really quickly before you get to your nudge stories. um, And even though you're already sharing nudge stories is when did you become a photographer? That happened two years ago, shortly after I started teaching. I wanted something to document the kids' moments at school. And I'm the type of person that if I do something, I like doing it right. (laughs) And so I just went on eBay, bought a used camera, but I bought a pro-level camera. Like I researched online for hours (laughs) and bought a pro-level camera, some cheap lenses, which wasn't smart. I ended up having to sell those. (laughs) But um yeah. Then about two years ago, when I started teaching, that's when I got into it, just started taking pictures of my kids playing and stuff. 
And mm-hmm. I realized that I really loved doing this. And then a fam, a couple got married at my church and they were like, we need a photographer. Would you just be our photographer? And I was like, sure. You know, that'd be fun. So that was my first wedding ever. Oh. <laughs> and so the couple at the church asked me to be their wedding photographer. And I was like, oh, sure. That would sound like fun. So I, you know, grabbed my camera and the few cheap lenses that I had and I packed off and I did their wedding and they're happy with the pictures, but I look back at them and I'm like, oh, cringe a little bit because they're terrible. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a lot of fun that day and I was just like, you know what, I could make a living doing this. This would be fun. Um, And so I started, you know, asking for more weddings or whatever. And I did about four weddings for free before I started charging just this past year. Oh, um, good. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm newer or whatever, but I just, I love doing it. So yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of your pictures and I'm not a professional, but they look good to me. <laughs> so I don't know, but they're really pretty. Okay. But, thank you. So, um, now I, let's talk about, um, cause your, your Instagram is part of the story, but, um, the nudge story, um, but, your Instagram has always just been your photography part, right? Yes. Okay. So you have an Instagram that you started about photography. How long ago did you start that? I started that about a year ago. I'd say it was actually maybe more like a year and a half. I don't know, but, um, yeah, I just started posting pictures, you know, pictures with some quotes, I think maybe, or whatever all, but I didn't have a lot of followers because my friends, weren't really on Instagram that much. Um, I think I had a couple hundred followers and then I started interacting with the photography community and I got a bunch of uh, photography friends that I started following. So that helped a little bit. So it got up to a couple hundred. Um, and then just, oh my goodness, maybe four months ago, something like that. Um, I made a reel and it, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. You know, I should keep on doing this. And so I started making more reels or whatever. And I'd make one one day, one of those reels literally went viral on me. I wasn't expecting it, but because of my conservative dress, et cetera, the thing just went viral. Well, okay. Let me back up a little bit. The week before then I had been giving Instagram to God. I was like, God, okay. I'm actually spending a lot of time making reels, watching reels, um, is this how you want me to spend my time? And I prayed about it and I brought it to my prayer meeting group and they prayed about it with me. And, um, so they were like, just like really radically praying, God, if you want Tina to shut down her Instagram, like just show her clearly, just clearly show her. And so the next, and this week, is a, this is a week before that. Yes, one week. Went, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, um, literally the next week things just blew up. It got over 4 million views. 4 million? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) I mean, I know it went viral, but I was like, what? I must, maybe that's how I found you because that maybe that reel popped up, but I don't even, I'll I'll have to scroll down and see which one got 4 million views. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. (laughs) So, so yeah, so that one that went viral and then I got like a bunch of followers, like my phone just kept buzzing. I finally turned notifications off because thing was just going ding, 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 because I had it set on notifications if anyone followed me because it was rare, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I finally just turned it off. And then um, the next, I got like hundreds of DMs and whatever asking me 
like, why do you dress the way you do? And, um, you know, what church do you go to? And are you Amish? And all sorts of weird questions. And so I made another reel answering those questions. So I was like, I'm not typing this out a hundred times. <laughs> and so, were you trying to, when you were getting inundated with all these DMs, were you, because you only had a couple hundred or three or 400 beforehand, were you trying to answer them all yourself? Cause you didn't, it's not like you had an assistant. Oh, I've been back all myself. Yeah. You definitely. what? <laughs> um, that's, just, I just, if you DM me and I, I answer back, that's, it's me. Wow. Um, then I made another one and that one got 2.5 million views, I think. And so that one kind of went viral too on me. Um, oh and so goodness. I got a whole bunch more followers. So anyways, in the end I had around 15,000 or so now it's down to 14,000. It kind of fluctuates. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think that's how you found me, but yeah, I don't know. That's how I was like, okay, God, you're obviously giving me a platform for a reason. Um, show me how to use it. And that's actually still my prayer today is like, God, show me how to use it. Um, and it's hard to keep like have so many followers and know that every time you post something, it's like a lot of people are seeing this. Um, so it took a while for me to like get used to that a little bit, especially coming from, you know, like just small town, you know, a couple hundred followers. So, um, yeah. but keep praying for me with that, that I can continue to like be faithful with that. And like, yeah. Yeah. I think you're doing a great job because you are showing your photography and you're showing everything but you're also being who you are. So you're saying things about God and your faith along with it, because like most people that are believers, I think would agree with me, you know, you're not separate. You're one believe you're a believer who happens to be a photographer, right. <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. that whole surrendering thing first. So <laughs> you know, you're showing, yeah. but you're also showing every aspect of you. Yes. I like photography. Yes. I'm a school teacher, but it's like, you know, God in Christ yeah. is, you know, the core of who it's I like am. My foremost, but you know, I do need a job. So <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know what? I think also even, even how you're living your life, like when we were trying to set up a time to talk originally, you had said, I'm taking a break from Instagram to really devote this week to the Lord. And so even those um, things like that, where you're, you're telling people that you're, you know, turning that week or that time period over to God, um, you know, it's a good example for others as far as living your life for Christ and putting him first. Yeah. So that's, that's all I aim to do is just like be a light and make a difference wherever I can. So that's good. It's good. Well, um, and then as far as like, I always like to ask yep. people when you look back on the different times in your life that God has nudged you, whether it be to move to the different state or, you know, nudged you to keep your Instagram when when you look back on how God has provided, how has that changed your perspective or changed your life in all these nudges that you see? Um, well, I see first and foremost that God is a sovereign God, but that he absolutely loves the very smallest detail of our life. Like nothing is too little for him to care about. Like 
even like something like my Instagram account. Like he just, he loves me enough that he actually takes time to, you know, make it go viral, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And then he even cares enough to give me inspiration of what to post on this Instagram account. And um, it just makes me feel so loved by God. And then, you know, he's this ginormous God, he's sovereign. And you look up at him and you're just like, wow, like I serve him and it just makes you love him more. And yeah, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I I've said it many times. I I always try to make sure I never lose the awe that I have for him, you know, like maybe I never get complacent and just think, oh yeah, you know, it's, you know, oh yeah, I believe in him. It's like, no, it's like, he's so big and caring and loving and knows every single hair on my head. Right. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think if there's any other nudges you wanted to share, I was going to make sure we don't miss any that I think we covered the ones you had mentioned the other day. Um, but I would encourage people to go check out your, um, Instagram account. And if they need a photographer, it would be a, a great one in my humble opinion, because it, it, it's really just beautiful photography. Thank you. Yeah. And I just love, I love photography. <laughs> yeah. I've got a wedding coming up this weekend and I'm just looking forward to it. So oh, good. <laughs> yeah. and you know what, I just really appreciate you being on because, you know, he's using you. For sure, because he's used you. I found you from that probably on Instagram or from one of the other reels. And what's great is God uses all those things. And now you're on this podcast and, you know, I'm sort of in the same position that you were in before, you know, in this, in the Facebook group, I have like 400 and, and I have like 1500 downloads on a podcast, which is, you know, it's getting, it's very small still. But, you know, I'm hoping that I am, you know, faithful in doing what he does or doesn't do and just am okay with it as far as if it grows bigger or not. I'm just knowing he's going to use it. It actually does not have anything to do with the numbers in all reality. If you make a difference in one person, it's totally worth it. Know what I mean? Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And I've had messages from people that, oh, can you put me in touch with this speaker or this interviewer? or this interviewee, um, this guest, can you tell them how much that interview meant to me? And then they comment on Facebook on the interviews. And so it's just really nice to see how God uses all of us. And it's so intertwined. So yeah. it's just nice, but I'm just really glad you were on and, um, thank you for sharing the stories. I just love it that you, you know, gave God that little, well, if these three people, <laughs> I just love it. Cause that's, so, I mean, there's so many, it's so human of us that we do that. Like, if you just show me, you know, and we've mentioned it before on other episodes, but the fleece where you put it out, well, okay, well, if the fleece is wet and then well, I'm going right. to put the fleece out, if the fleece is dry, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, when and if you're listening and you don't know that, you'll have to listen to some of the other episodes or Google fleece Bible story or something. It's a good one because it's just <laughs> explains how we are as humans. We just want certain things said or like a certain way. But I think it's great. But anyway, well, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. It was really fun talking to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I just, I just really, I enjoy, I'm enjoying getting to know you and I hope that you have a lot of success and I hope that God continues to use you. 
So, okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. 